Welcome to the Sewing Prosperity Podcast with Logan Duval. On this episode, we go visit with a Arkansas farmer interested in establishing his own farm stand. So with my experience through me and McGee Market, wanted to give some assistance and learn more about the farmer behind the mission. We connect on you know a, a really important thing for us on health and then a special connection on both of us with cancer. So I hope you enjoy this episode and learn a little bit more about agriculture as it goes from my farm to farm stand. Welcome to the Sewing Prosperity Podcast with host Logan Duvall. This father of four is an Arkansas successful small business owner whose world was turned upside down with the cancer diagnosis of his then five-year-old son. As Napoleon Hill famously stated, every adversity, every failure, every heartbreak carries with it the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. Come and join us on our journey to create a blue zone community with a focus on a holistic approach to anti-cancer, regenerative farming, and strengthening local economies. My name is Dirk Tanner, and the name of our farm is Tanner Farmstead here in Greenbrier, and we love it here. So here on Tanner Farmstead, we raise everything you think of that can go into a salad. Um, so we've got head lettuce, spring mix, spring onions, radishes, kale, chard, the list goes on. We do grow some seasonal vegetables as well, um, like eggplant and tomatoes. But the majority of what we grow is for salad, and we also rotationally graze chickens for their eggs. So I got started into farming about five years ago when I read Curtis Stone's book, The Urban Farmer. And at that time, I was living in Denver, Colorado, and the whole idea of growing food on a small scale and actually like making money and being able to do it for a living really captured my heart. And I grew really passionate about food and had been passionate about um, health and food for a long time, but realizing that I could actually grow food on a small scale and run a small scale farm and make money doing it really, really excited me. Food is medicine to me, um, it makes sense. And I think that obviously in our culture today, a lot of things is more geared towards treating, you know, disease with a pill. And obviously there's a time and place for that, but I think food is medicine and food impacting our health, it makes sense. And it's a holistic approach to health. And so eating whole foods, knowing where your food comes from, um, knowing how that animal was raised, if you're eating an animal product, or knowing how you know vegetables are produced, if you're eating a vegetable. Um, to me, those things um, make sense. And it, it is in turn going to result in the health of our bodies. So right now with the farmstead, we sell at a farmer's market. Well, we're currently in the process of building a farm stand that way we can bring clients to us and so that we can get them to the farm they can kind of experience um, you know getting to see their food produce in action so i'm currently 30 years old my wife is as well i think a lot of farmers that we see even at the farmer's market are older you know there are several couples that have been farming for a long time that go to the farmer's market we currently attend and they're, and they're getting up there they're getting older um, there are some younger people that I see getting into farming, which excites me because that is a passion of mine, is, is teaching other people how to grow food, whether they're growing it just for them and their family on a backyard homestead scale, or whether they're wanting to, to start a market garden and grow food um, for sale to the public. Um, but I think more and more people are starting to get into small scale regenerative agriculture, which, exci which excites me a lot um, to see that. 
but at the same time we need more people. All right, Dirk, so you are going through a major transition, exciting transition, in yep. that you're going from the farm steader that has experience with, uh, you know, an, an open source market, mm -hmm. but you're going to become a farm stander. So what, <laughs> uh, why, why did you decide that you want to go that route versus simply going to, you know, a farmer's market? 100%. Yeah, it's a, it's a great question, and it's something that I've wrestled with because I love farmer's markets. Um, however... If, if it's a rainy day, if it's uh, you have a cold front come through, um, maybe there's a hawk football game, um, it can greatly dictate and, and make things really hard to predict with sales. Um, the other piece to that is we want to bring people to our farm. I think people, um, you know, they love food. And I think people that are interested in local food, being able to go to the farm and buy food where it's being produced for a lot of people they've never seen that they've never visited yeah. a farm they're not connected to their food at all so even if it's just a farm stand on the property that people come to when they pull up they can see our chickens at the top of the hill um, they can see our greenhouses and i think people feel a sense of connection to food in that way and that's why we wanted to kind of transition and bring people to us i love that i love that that's uh, just facilitating the connection just uh, making that food mm -hmm. more of an experience that's beautiful when um you talk about the open source farmers markets because because i try to differentiate between like what we do we we are a farmer's market yes. but it is a a more of a specialty outdoor grocer right 100%. so farmers market because it's a catchy term we're going to use it yes. too but there's a big distinction in a retail market that's that's privately owned mm -hmm. and then a farmer's market made up of a lot of different vendors. Yes. Right? And with that, one of the biggest things that I have found is that you are not necessarily in control, right? When when you're a booth, mm -hmm. right? Uh, of the bigger that's going on. And they're typically one or two days a week. And the retail side, I think, is extremely powerful. It yep. is one that we have control on. We can build a brand. We can market the way we want to market. We can bring in the products we want and mm -hmm. not necessarily bring in the products we don't want. Yep. Um, so I, I think that you're making a major positive move. I think it's beautiful. And that's part of why, why we're here is because yep. we're launching that Sewing Prosperity Institute where we want to teach more retailers mm -hmm. farmers to become retailers so the farmstead to farm stand is a big part and so what have you had as the biggest challenges or biggest questions in in making those first few steps yeah i mean obviously the the first challenge is you know financials um sure. you know the upfront cost of laying a gravel pad and and having some type of structure how do you get do you get electric electricity to it you know all of those factors um, things are expensive, you know, um, as we know. And so I think that being one, and then the question of just, okay, we build this, like, how do we get people to come to it? And that's a question that really that I have for you of, you know, do you just, you know, create a social account and, ho and kind of build it and they will come mentality. Um, cause I know there is an aspect of, of marketing that you've got to do and you've got to get the word out and all that. So Honestly, right now that feels like, okay, once we get it ready to launch, what's our next step? And that's, and so that's my question for you of like, what would you do if you were in our situation? Um, what would you do to kind of launch, get the word out, to get people to, to come to our farm stand? I love it. 
love it. Yeah, because it's a big challenge. Marketing, yeah. marketing is a big thing that a lot of farmers don't realize the importance. And so mm -hmm. what we have done with that at, at our place is we partner with farmers to grow everything for us. So we yep. have a plan before season because we know what people are wanting. That's part of the answer to your question. Yeah. Uh, and then we will commit to buy everything from them. Yeah. And so when we do that, it allows them to do what they do grow farm yeah. a lot of farmers don't want to interact <laughs> with people a lot of farmers don't want to go to farmers markets yeah. right but they love what they do for, yep. for various reasons and then focusing on the retail the retail a massive part of that is building a brand it's letting people know you can have the greatest product in the world if nobody knows about it they're not going to buy it completely right so you've got to be able to communicate in a way that people understand and you're solving a very important need or want that they have right yeah. so when uh when we have spoken before, you mentioned that you go to Hillcrest Farmer's mm -hmm. Market because people are there that want or need your products, yes. right? So sometimes people don't realize that they need or want something until they become aware of it. Mm -hmm. So yes, social media is, is obviously part of, of that, the word of mouth. I think what has made us uh, successful to the degree at which we are is by relationships yeah everything always goes back to relationships when mm -hmm. you treat somebody good when you take care of them they're going to take care of you do that in a way where you're you're pricing things to where you make money you have to make money yeah and they get what they need completely that's a value right a, yes. it's a value proposition so you uh kind of the steps that i do is uh create your identity right mm -hmm. mental your mission statement why why are you in business mm -hmm. and share your why you know yeah. simon Sinek is is kind of the one that coined that golden circle and how you do that so message your why message how or why you're doing it and this is how we do it based off the why yeah and then as as that happens it slowly it trickles it trickles it's a snowball you know yep. we've been doing this a very long time yeah uh, and and you know we're, we're we're still learning and adapting but start start with that why if you're doing it share your why and then start getting into more of the strategic aspects google my business it's massive mm -hmm. completely it's massive yeah uh, a, a logo it, it is it is crucial because yep. you have to have that consistency in branding you, you do have to have a website yep. in this day and age you have to <laughs> oh, completely. you have to yep. capture contact information i think that mm -hmm. is the foundation between of uh, a building building that customer base yeah no then that's a you're so spot on with you know just the marketing piece, you know, and I think a lot of people just, yeah, they want to grow the, like you said, the, the farmer, they want to grow the product. They want nothing to do with the people. For me personally, I think the people part is where it's really re rewarding because you're getting that feedback of like how this product's great. Um, this was so good. It lasted so long in the fridge. And to me, that's, man, that's what I love about the farmer's market, to be honest. It actually go into the market is the people. So... It's relationships. Yeah. I mean, that, at the end of the day, and that's what is so important and why I'm so passionate. So on, on building up this retail aspect, because it's the hub. It's mm -hmm. the hub of a community that provides the link between the farmer and the consumer. And so as uh, you and I have discussed, you know, many times, cancer is the, the core that created the passion. For me, it was yep. my son. For you, it was your father. Yep. Um, and so when, you know, I, I look behind us and I see broccoli sprouts, like, and, and I... <laughs> I know because as much as business is like a passion, it doesn't even come close to the the health side of it. Like yep. I, I spend hours and hours every single day researching. So like sulforaphane is a compound in broccoli sprouts that is extremely anti-cancer, right? Mm -hmm. And so like being able to 
facilitate that, to bring that to a market, but then educate in a way, and not, not you can't make claims, right? You can't Completely. make these off the off the hip claims, but there's yep. a lot of scientific evidence. That 100%. It is, sephorophane is effective in, in cancer. Yep. So that's the other piece that goes back to that marketing is like, I said, sometimes people don't know they need or want something, right? Yes. They may not know that they need to consume broccoli sprouts. Yep. Uh, and that is an opportunity for us not only to create awareness, and I say us as in the retail piece of agriculture, mm -hmm. to educate and provide it. Yeah. I'm with you, man. And some people don't even, like you said, like some people, they care about what they eat, um, but they maybe they've never even tried you know, right. microgreens or broccoli sprouts or this Tokyo Pecana, you know, cabbage uh, microgreen. So, like you said, uh, making people aware, and they're also really good, <laughs> you know, they're really tasty. Um, so that definitely helps. I love it. All right, so where can we find out more about your farm stand, mm -hmm. farmstead, and how, how can somebody, uh, you know, Maybe maybe learn or implement some of the first steps that you're you're talking about. Yeah, so you can obviously follow us on social media. Our social media right now is really geared towards educating people of how to grow and produce food. Um, that's one of my biggest passions. Is obviously yes, if we love growing it for people. Some people they have no desire to grow their own food. It, they maybe they don't have the time. They don't have the desire. Maybe they don't have the resources. But they will happily pay for it every week. Um, so we, we love growing food for people like that, but our, our heart and passion is teaching other people how to do it. Um, so we have a website, tannerfarmstead.com. You can go there, learn more about our story, um, learn more about our farm, kind of our farming practices, um, and then obviously following us. And we'll be creating more accounts, you know, especially as we start the farm stand. That'll be its own separate, um, you know, social accounts and all that. But those would be the biggest ways. Um, to stay in touch with us, get get to know us a little bit more, um, and learn as well. And so. learn. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> we're here for you, brother Ryan. We're we're in this together for the long haul. Make sure that you're successful and that we can learn how best to teach other people how mm -hmm. to implement these strategies. How uh, we we find all those you know little little trips along yep. the way. Uh, you know we know what we did, uh, and then as we work together and get you to the next step, uh, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be incredible. So there's a lot more to come. Thank you, man. I appreciate I appreciate the help so far, and I'm excited about it. So thank you. Me too. Me too. All right, Dirk Tanner, Tanner Farmstead. Farm tours are one of my favorite things that we get to do, and gathering eggs that's a that brings back a lot of good memories. I hope you enjoy learning more about where our food comes from because it's extremely extremely important and enjoyed getting to meet my buddy Dirk, Tanner Farmstead. <laughs>